1: I had to go about it This is the final word, Ashes Daily. Day one of the Lord's Test match. Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. Hello. A show brought to you by Westfield, London and Westfield, Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Oh yeah. Uh, before we do anything else, we have many things to do. You need to tell me about an entire day's test cricket in the space of 30 seconds.
0: Okay, Australia sent in under leaden skies. They make it to 73 in the first session when Kouazer is bowled by Josh Chung Beauty. Shouldering arms. Warner got one of those as well in the middle session. Bowled for 66. Hard 66. We'll come back to that later. Labashane comes in and puts on 102 with Stephen Smith. He's caught behind for 47 from the bowling of Ropey Ollie Robinson. Smith, 85, not out, but a closer play. Puts on 118 with Travis Head. Thrashed his way to 77. Stumped two wickets in three balls, four balls from Joe Root, but the stumping of Head proved to just put, hold them in their tracks a wee bit. Uh, Smith's still there with Kerry overnight. 3.39, 4.5. Smith well on his way to his 31st Test ton.
1: 33 seconds, pretty yeah, good. Okay, it's okay. Pretty good.
0: Given I'm absolutely exhausted. Yes,
1: which I thought we should come to first. Um, given that you got married yesterday, congratulations. Thank um, you. We've had a lot of congratulations from the we listeners have. and viewers of the show. We appreciate that. Thank you for, for getting in touch. If you watch the wedding daily, which you did on the I way to the ground. I listened to it on the
0: way to the ground. So Henry Moran said to me at the wedding at about 1am, I think Norcross said something similar, listen to the show in the morning. They didn't want me to know about... A slight commentary box snafu where we had to change this morning. So when I arrived at 8.30 today, off mm-hmm. next to no sleep, um, there was a few things that needed doing. But um, to Henry's great credit, he got most, most of everything on track and we got to where and it was all great today. But um, yeah, thanks to everybody who said nice things yesterday. The wedding show was hilarious. If you haven't listened to it, it's worth going back in the feed with all the various co-hosts uh, having their say. And it was a truly joyous um, wedding with so many loved ones and um, glad we were able to do it that way. Even if it was the day before a busy Lord's test match well it's me isn't it so that's cool
1: it's memorable you know and people yep. if you had it in a quiet uh, day in september on a weekend when no one was busy exactly. ah, well but yeah. you know this this way people will remember it, it. um they'll, they'll remember 2023 that was the year <laughs> um, they'll know because they'll know it was an ashes year and they'll know it was the year that travis had made 77 on the first day or exactly. whatever it, whatever you choose to take away from it so England today, the the you know the the skies, the swing, all the rest of it. It felt like a very timely um, match or a session, particularly to watch, given we just had the long interview with Carl McDermott the head groundsman at this ground in which he told us uh, people view my pitch as a some sort of terrifying monstrous creation that's going to get everybody out but actually it's a pretty nice place to bat and it's pretty consistent most of the time that seemed to hold true today i felt like everybody got sucked in again to the oh there's a bit of grass on it it's going to do heaps
0: it's much better pitch than last week so it gave something to the seamers off the surface which was the main complaint from everybody who played on it last week. There was just nothing there. It was dead from minute one. No carry through to the wicketkeeper being a primary problem from session one. This pitch did do all the things you want it to do, especially when bowling from the pavilion end. It was a little bit slower from the nursery end, but um, yeah, you're right. Once you get in and you can navigate the new ball, and the new ball was hooping because the overheads were there. It was a really dark red... Duke's ball, as yep. well. You can kind of see maybe the overheads and the dark sky add to that impression, but
1: yeah, it was probably make it harder to see. I reckon that's an underrated part of it being difficult to bat under cloud. Everyone thinks the ball does a massive amount, NASA says it doesn't. Whether they're right, I don't know <laughs> yeah. um, because it's that's not NASA saying that's no, the, no uh, that's you know, NASA, the, the, the other joint. The, the aeronautical space agency, or you know.
0: said, Well, NASA says NASA therefore, Nas I mean, I'd, says bowl first. If, if, if NASA said, I probably would believe him more than I would believe NASA, truth told, but anyway. The
1: experimental physics division of NASA, I believe it was, who said there's no evidence that cloud makes the ball swing more. It's got to be psychological, isn't it? it? Maybe, maybe that's it, I don't know. But, But it being harder to see, that has to be a factor, right? If you're later to pick up movement through the air, for
0: instance. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's a little bit like why do more nobles get bowled from yeah. the last ball of it over? Right. Um, I think it's because they yeah. exert to get one little extra bit of effort out before the umpire calls over. So it is for this. I think. Why, yeah, do, it's a whole why, bunch of why
1: do birds suddenly appear every time <laughs> that you are near? Um, you know, just like me, they want to be close to you. So there was that and there was also the fact that England bowled poorly. Uh, stood out to me today that... I was doing the live blog, and it was very consistent that from the first or second ball of the over, Warner would get a single. Yeah, yeah. If you're, you're trying to pin Warner down on strike, that's what you're trying to do first thing as England is put pressure on him, don't let him score, keep him in single figures, and don't let him get off strike. And he got off strike so easily, consistently, throughout the morning session.
0: Yeah, it's funny, wasn't it, because he played some horrible shots. Was it second ball of the match when he... Um, played an old-fashioned get-out shot, horizontal bat. He was saved the by the same bit of one extra he played bounce. in Edgbaston,
1: the one where he chopped on. He played well, that later and just missed leg stump. He
0: did, but the one I'm thinking of is yeah. where um, where extra bounce from Anderson probably saved um, Warner there, and then the across his stumps premeditated sweep off Broad, which um, sounds like a, an England thing rather than an Australia thing, or yep. maybe a Warner version 1.0 12 years ago, but um at that point he was getting worked over by broad he bowled a number of not wobble seam remember four years ago with broad against warner it was mostly wobble seam stuff right this was uh what broad spoke about in the lead up to the series trying to keep the seam straighter get the ball to swing so Commendable that Broad's trying to do something different. 10.37. Yeah, outswinger.
1: Is that the new delivery?
0: <laughs> well, what I mean by that is he's trying a different approach sure. to the same adversaries, guys he's bowled at for you know, yep. over a decade. So um, that was of interest to me in the morning session. He did create a chance. It was a bad drop from Ollie Pope at fourth yeah. slip. He went, had to go across in front of third slip, Harry Brook, but he got there in time. He Maybe he got there too early. Um, and that gave Warner the chance. I think he was on 20 at the time. Gets to lunch. Um, Kawaja Leaves one from tongue. We might talk about tongue in a bit more just, depth
1: in a Just before lunch, yeah, last over before lunch. And yeah. Kawaja's, I mean, kind of sort of drop. Some places were calling it a drop. He edged that one early into the cordon. Um, Kawaja yeah. from James Anderson, where roots going forward, and maybe it just bounces in front of his hands. You know, I'm, I'm not sure
0: you could. It's like a 20% a drop. drop catch. You know, like one of those. That if you want to be really harsh, you can call it that. But sure. the lived experience is they. You know, if you are Cameron green, they stick. If you're not coming yeah, green, well, yeah. They, if your arm is eight feet long,
1: yeah. you know, and and has. Things to do with whales, um, <laughs> then, then you might be able to reach that pool if you're a regular person with regular arms then, you know, like like us in the press box, typing like T-Rexes because of the little desks. Get some bigger arms, so the Joe. desks up there. Yeah, <laughs> get some bigger arms. Yeah, Baseball is big arms. Big this way and big that you've, way.
0: You've, you've been skipping arm day instead of leg day. Do you remember that
1: thing? There was a thing apparently where you could go to Russia and like get your, your shin bones broken and then they would extend them. It's like you could make yourself taller if you were one of those the guys who was really self-conscious about being short. Right. You could get like three inches taller. That's Imagine a little bit
0: just... like those adverts you see on television late at night. The other extensions or sure,
1: sure, other things that don't work, or like booster shoes, you can get these like shoes with with a big secret heel at the back to make yourself. Imagine I get you suddenly them, I get my Instagram algorithm about the shoes yeah. that
0: make you that give you the you know the extra couple of inches. Sure. Um, not that you're eye right seeking that necessarily, no. but um, but, but uh, the, the um, I'm just doing it in the camera now, yeah. Um, if I was if I had the extra inch, I'd be you know taller than you and it would ruin our shop
1: give them an inch he will take a mile there that's that's the way it works yeah so so kawaja are out first ball of the last over of the session they go to lunch they've had a couple of little rain delays that each the first one was 12 minutes the second one was about 12 seconds yeah they, they how took... the
0: first one how they come off yeah. you can run up to the dressing room presumably get the cards out and kawaja and warner don't really wait in the doorway and they're like waiting there and you know it was the catalyst for a pretty big yep. spray from kevin peterson kind of getting back to your theme about the way they went about it i was doing a thing with michael vaughan before his thing was intensity and I, you know i, I kind of share that view that there was something just missing today and in the effort to be casual easy breezy yeah, rainbow yeah. rhythms there might just have been an edge missing on a date like today where they needed to have a good day maybe this was the day they needed to do well they send australia in the overheads, the lights on. I've been here for so many Middlesex games where the side sitting under lights mm. in the morning session find it incredibly difficult to bat. This is one of those mornings and they weren't able to make it count. And, I mean, you can never really measure attitude in, in these types of things. but Yeah, you, it's you like do get guts and determination. You be, Who wanted it more? You do get little, little signals as to where yeah. their heads might be at with running up to the dressing rooms when the Aussies, weirdly, were the ones wanting to get back on.
1: I thought it was less like a a problem of intensity on the field today because that doesn't necessarily correlate to performance. I mean, this you know, if they were being told off for being too friendly with the Australians, well, then the Australians must have been friendly with the English also and they had a good day. So does that mean that being friendly makes you have a good day or a bad day? can't (laughs) be both. I thought it's more to do with the intensity and preparation that England haven't been preparing very intensely. And you know what? is maybe a sign of that if you bowl a shitload of no balls oh, if yeah. you're constantly overstepping if 34
0: what, extras today yeah
1: 11 no balls I think yeah. it was from oversteps if you're constantly bowling it down the leg side and so that's what kept happening in that first session particularly was you know there's a big one down the leg side there's one wide of off stump here's a couple of nice ones swinging away from the bat that beats the edge and then you get another bad delivery to, to end the over and that's why the singles kept coming and so yeah Kawaj is out but then Labuschagne's able to settle into his rhythm Warner gets the really good ball but then Smith comes out and Smith goes foot to the floor from the beginning. That was the fastest first 24 runs of Smith's career. 15 balls for his 24 runs.
0: And and then he he went the other way and said, well, I'm going to try and go back to the way I played Mm. last week, which is not absorbing any meaningful pressure. It felt like the partnership he had with Labashain was almost free of any pressure through that middle stretch of the day. I know eventually Labashain gets out for 47, but that was against the flow of play. Yep. Um, and, yeah, like, Smith was able to just get into his happy place, jumping across his stumps, fiddling with his helmet and his shoulders and whatever else he was mm-hmm. doing today. Um, he's gone back to all of those bits and bobs, but it's working at the moment. Um, missed out last week, of course, but, you know, made a time a fortnight ago in the World Series Championship Finals. He's not seen them poorly. Yeah. Um, let's keep things in context. I know there was a little I bit... Did like that. Week. I saw
1: some commentary about, oh, you know, well, I mean, he's not as good as he was when he was a, a, a certified freak seven days a week, yeah. you know, but he is... Still better than almost everybody else. Um, And, yeah, he did make 100 two weeks ago. And
0: and in a way, he was letting them, well, it didn't really matter what they did. He was all good. The the more curious part to me was um, when Travis Head came in. Mm -hmm. They actually started, first 10 balls to him were quite good. But then he hits five boundaries in nine balls or something like that to get going, as we so often see with him. Two men out on the leg side for the short ball. Now, I know the conditions were different today and they were probably trying to nick him off early on the way that Head was vulnerable earlier in his career. I I get that. But surely if you've got an approach that must have played some role in his dismissal in the second innings at Edgbaston um, and they went that way in the first innings too where he made 50 but not without some chances early on. Fly slip fielders at deep third and so on. He made 100 in very similar conditions to this at the Oval a fortnight ago where many of the mm. short balls were taken on from the outset. We'll, and we'll never South know. Africa
1: at the Gabba where they exactly. bounced him heaps and he made a lot of runs from but, that.
0: But we'll never know, will we? Because how many bounces did they bowl at Travis Head today? I think mean, you could probably count them on... They may not have even been five. Mm. And none of them were at the start. So um, they took a long time to give Tongue an extended session at Head. And... Um, and um, <laughs> Uh, can't. <laughs> can't. I can't. You can't. You I can't. You can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Look, I can't. We, we can't help it, right? I'm a married is, man. I can't. It's it's not our
1: fault that those words have other meanings, uh, right? I, I, that's 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 on you. You think what you want out there.
0: And and it meant that Head was able to do that thing he does where he forces through the offside with hard hands. No one does that better in world cricket. And they left him deep point as though they wanted to give him the shot to bring mm. the cordon into play. But once Head's on top of the bounce and, and pushing or thrusting through um, that part of the ground, shorter boundary on the grandstand side. This week, you found that about four times. Like, you know, it just didn't sort of, like the plans didn't seem to gel today. And sure, um, and then you got Anderson and Broad. I mentioned Broad bowled a good spell first up, not such a good spell later on. He was good from. The pavilion end, Anderson was economical. I I wouldn't say he did much wrong necessarily, maybe a little bit leg side if you wanted to be super harsh, but also didn't look like he was going to go and build the sort of pressure that Anderson's been building for 20 years. It didn't feel like he ever had a player under the pump.
1: Sure, but he also had everyone at the other end going for heaps. So Broad goes four and over, Robinson goes at four plus and over, Tung goes at 4.88 and over. (laughs) And Anderson's going at 1.9 and sort of just trying to keep things together. But everybody's scoring at the other end so easily as well. So that didn't help. He had the catch down early off Kawaja. So I I think when you're 41, you're not allowed to have a bad game because as soon as you do, people are saying, well, he's clearly lost it. That's the last time. I thought he bowled pretty well, um, aside from a a couple of overs where there was And he knows what it's
0: like to not have a a blistering day either, doesn't he? He's been through this so many times where especially in the last few years, on the days when he doesn't take a bag full. They, they yep. go, oh, well, maybe he's done. And,
1: and, there's, and there's no reason why he can't come out tomorrow and get them or come out in the second innings and get them. Who knows? Um, he's, he's, he's got the capability, clearly, because 680-odd wickets suggest that he does.
0: He's going to need to. Someone's going to need to. The second-year ball, they've only bowled three overs with it. But if Smith gets in again tomorrow morning and carries in good nick, mm-hmm. that shot he played down the ground before the close of play, Um, the sort of punch straight drive just next to the bowler's boots. Um, That's a sign of a guy, you know, presenting the full face of the blade, running hard between the wickets, busy in the partnership with Smith before play, before the close rather, when most of the time you're looking to just get through to stumps. He was Mm -hmm. always looking to score. Yeah, my sense is that um, that first, you know, 10 overs tomorrow could be really important. And Anderson will need to have a hand in that because I don't think Robinson's going to. My gut is that... He's just not bowling as quickly as last year and he's, I can't really tell you why.
1: He's just weirdly indifferent when he's not there and then occasionally he is there for a bit and he does something good and then he drifts off again. You know. So I mean there was this there there were Players getting stuck into him and former players and whatever um, and other people defending him on the basis of his record. His record's built on the days when he's going well, when he is an excellent bowler, but he also has these stints where he's no good at all.
0: Oh, look, I get it, right? Like, you know, Robertson was bowling last year in Pakistan on the 17th of December. Like, I understand preoccupation and all the rest of it. It's an important date. It's an important Important date. date. I understand all the linkages through and why some cricket that's played in other parts of the world don't generate the same attention. Robertson's been a very, very good bowler for England all around the world. It's just something about in the last fortnight, his pace is down Hmm. and he's not getting through the crease as comfortably is has he got a niggle that we don't know about mm. is he trying to let the surface do too much because god knows we've seen him balsam extraordinarily effective spells in this country against India a couple of years ago. Um, he was excellent in Pakistan bowling them out with James Anderson a couple of times. Like it just isn't mm. sort of feeling right with him right now. And he needed a good day. Like England needed a good day, but after all the bullshit yep. during the week, Robinson needed a good day and, and, have, and he didn't have one.
1: They have one of those weird days where you know the quicks between them bowl a shed load of overs and they end up taking three wickets between them and then the part time spinner comes on and takes two in an over yeah. at the end and ends up with better figures than everybody. So head comes down big slog sweep gets stumped. Uh, and then Cameron Green chips one to mid-on and, you know, well, that can happen if you're starting late in the day. Weird,
0: wasn't it? Like, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the head, you, you can see um, Root gesticulating, so I think initially Stokes in the balcony about, like, I told you I'd get head that way, um, way wide of the off stump, don't you, start? Way wide of the off stump. And Bairstow had to go a long way over to drag it back. And two balls later, that's the worst shot Cameron Green's played in Test cricket. That'll happen. He's a young lad uh, finding his way in the game. You're allowed to play a bad shot, but, yeah, trying to hoik over mid-wicket and ending up with James Anderson at mid-off, two in and over, when it looked like Austra- mm. <clears throat> Australia were going to be 360 for three stumps. Right. That's <coughs> the day.
1: Uh, let's recompose ourselves, go for the final word, Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is all about the the most final word moments of the day. <coughs> it's brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. We, we got some new, um, some new notes through. I was talking about baseball a lot in the last the last week which was confusing Um, but what have you got?
0: I just want to say that um, Sheehan from Westfield sends us through the copy and he's very bloody good at it and I want to read you what he sent us because it's genuinely funny Um, The Wedding of the Century might have been a gone That's my wedding, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. But if there's an occasion you need to look for your best for, then look no further than Westfield, London, and Westfield, Stratford City. From John Lewis and M&S to Charles Turrett, Scopes, NA menswear, and French Eye, you'll be turning heads in tailored sports coats, shirts, and chinos all summer long. And if you loved early 2000s ING Cup icon, John Moss... We did. ...then you'll love Moss Bros too. Moss Bros made me my tuxedo for last night. You know, are they game? the Moss Brothers? Is that what yeah, they Yeah, but are? everyone here calls it Moss, Moss Cross. Cross. Okay. Good. Moss okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know right. why. Um, there's no reliable medium pace here though. You can buy or hire on the same day uh, if you have left your outfit to the last minute. And if you just want to smarten up your wardrobe, check out untuck it for their range of shirts designed to be worn untucked without looking sloppy you wear your shirts untucked I
1: do I've never tucked in a shirt I've never ironed a shirt we're, we're, <laughs> we're finding more and more out but I did go to uh, Charles Tirrett the morning of your wedding to get those strides
0: oh uh, that was from yeah, there yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so I, I thought I had to live true to my ideals I had to go to Westfield London and pick up some clobber for the wedding they should
0: dress us. Charles Turrick get in touch Mm -hmm. we're doing the Westfield thing you're doing the Westfield thing I'd love to see you head to toe in them yeah they
1: they could could iron a shirt for me (laughs) we'll we'll see
0: see. Uh, Westfield London Stratford City the website's in the show notes Google it Uh, we love having their support
1: okay so Hall of Fame what what stood out today I I particularly uh, enjoyed the square leg umpires work when Travis had his three metres down the pitch having played a slog sweep missed it and then fallen over trying to get back into his (laughs) crease and they're like well I'm not too sure I might have to send that one upstairs and take two and a half minutes to confirm that it's actually a stumping by about two and a half metres because he maybe got half a metre back You saw they
0: checked Nico first for that didn't you? They? To make it even longer, they went through the technology. I felt sorry for Murray Erasmus because that's in the protocol. They have to do yeah, that. But sure. Head was up the stairs by the time they got to yeah. the projections. So he I knew. enjoyed that as well.
1: And, and Lavashane <laughs> taking seven and a half minutes to get off the ground. Uh, yeah, He's disappointed because he nicks the ball outside off stump again, which he's been working assiduously at not doing. Check and Cinderayson's Twitter feed for how uh, exactly Labashain's been working on that over the last few days. But he went, he, he sort of wandered off one way, then he came back to the other side of the pitch, then he walks up to Smith like he's going to talk about reviewing. He already knows who's hit it. Then he walks right up to the umpire like he's just about to have a chat to them. And then he wanders off and walks almost into the Warner stand and then realises he's going the wrong way and comes back <laughs> to go up the stairs. Like he just did a full tour of the ground, expected to see him come back with a toasted cheese sandwich from one of the concession stands, you know, and maybe like an MCC blazer <laughs> or something from the gift shop maybe a Middlesex you know swing ball that he could he could bowl with in the rooms it was it was comical
0: It's like when Mornay Morkel was leaving the Oval and ended up walking into the grounds, groundsman's hut when he was dismissed all those years ago when he was a younger player um, I just wanted to return to the start of the day and the Just Stop Oil um, uh, uh, protest and of course at his Genuinely funny. Mm. Sure, that Johnny Besto picked up a protester and carried him all the way to the bandstand mm-hmm. and threw him over the rope into the grandstand. That is funny.
1: That's funny. It's f- a man carrying another man around. <laughs> and having like, to go
0: upstairs to change his shirt because you
1: got yeah. orange all over him. Yeah, uh, yeah, like like Shaun of the Dead. Soul. you got red on you. But a man carrying another man around for any reason is particularly under his arm like a briefcase. <laughs> That's funny, not regardless of the circumstances. And also Besto being such a sort of weird, no-nonsense character. If Terry Alderman <laughs> had picked up that bloke and carried him <laughs> off the ground, wouldn't have done his shoulder in and wouldn't have missed what 18 months of cricket.
0: There's an incredible photo uh, that's been taken that has in the same frame Warner I think Stu Forster took it he's a brilliant snapper um, it's got Warner he's not really shaping up to act the guy but he's got his bat in the air Ben Stokes corralling one of them with his arms kind of Almost hugging him mm. while Johnny Best has got the other one under yeah. his arm. It's, it's yeah. a, he must have had the perfect yeah. angle from this side of the ground.
1: It's like he's just picked up the guy, played a shot, nicked it, and he's tucked the bloke under his arm to walk off, you know, as, as he leaves the field. Uh, Ryan Pearce got a, a great shot of that as well. But they did it for a reason. Yeah, like a, I, I thought it was reason... worth
0: explaining this to listeners who aren't in the UK. Now, if you're in the UK, you already know what Just Stop Oil is all about because they've stopped multiple sporting events and other um, pursuits in everyday life, like when they shut the M25 down last year. Like, this isn't a new thing. So we know that the story but just to clarify if you this wasn't some random act like their their position is demanding the UK government stop licensing uh, new oil gas and coal projects um, and that is that as a policy statement has got quite a bit of public support so yeah. it's not and um, it's a
1: thing of essential importance to move to that position as quickly as possible
0: right so just to be clear they're not asking for I don't know every car to be taken off the road they're not asking their, their, their demands aren't necessarily extreme in their nature although the civil disobedience piece to this makes it look extreme. Sure. But I think it's just worth noting that on the way through that the policy position they're advancing and it does piss people off and sure. I get I absolutely get that people are furious when it interferes with their everyday life but civil, dif- civil disobedience has mm-hmm. been a part of practically every social and Political and policy shift that's taken time and has been hard.
1: And that has achieved anything ultimately.
0: Yeah, so I just think it's worth having that that balance here. This isn't a bunch bunch of, I don't know, university students who are. Uh, who are pulling a prank or, or, or something like that, there is more to it than that. and I just yeah, just wanted to, to say that yeah, before we finish. Yeah, there's,
1: there's, there's a reason for it to happen, and there's also a history of this sort of thing. You've got people digging up the pitch in New Zealand to protest yeah. the South African tour in the 70s. You had the pitch that was dug up at Headingley to get some bloke out of jail for armed robbery. What was that one? Yeah, um, that's, that's a bit more complex. Know, that's <laughs> a little bit more complex, <laughs> yeah. but if, it, if that was a good enough cause... Well, and, they've got and, another
0: and, pitch behind and, us, by the way, so Carl's prepared um, a second strip um, just in case this pitch gets dug up, and that's that's um, that's important. Um, planning from the MCC because sure. that they I think they can turn around in a couple of hours. Yep. If the pitch, yeah. You know, I mean, you couldn't rule it out.
1: Sure. But I, you know, and I was less impressed by the MCC putting out a statement about condemning the protests and whatever. Sure, they have to say something. But if if you want to hand some condemnation around, maybe condemn the ICC for taking sponsorship from the national Saudi Arabian oil company that is the largest emitter in the world. Maybe maybe look at things like that. Maybe look at governments that aren't doing anything and that are just twiddling their thumbs while. An existential crisis unfolds. There is a reason that these protests are happening. Um, And if you want to be pissed off, if you think this is inconvenient, wait until it's 56 degrees outside and you can't live anymore um that's going to be pretty inconvenient
0: enough of that because we're going to get yelled at in the comments because I don't that's care. our lot I in know, life I don't care. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is that is the truth
1: of it there no is, no i'm not i'm not i'm not
0: i'm not challenging your point but you know um you've made the point well sure. and i hope we have both done that um that's going to be the end of the show today because i need to lay down out and sleep for approximately 10 hours before returning to lords at seven forty-five for my first commitment tomorrow morning Less than 12 hours. Mm -hmm. I'll go home for, you know, not long at all. Uh, Final Word Daily is brought to you by Westfield London. Westfield, Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. The Hall of Fame is every day of the series. Check out their work. Uh, Again, thanks for everyone saying nice things yesterday. Listen to The Daily Show yesterday. Keep listening to us throughout the series. Stumps. Lords day one I good night.
1: I ain't, I
0: ain't protected by the
1: fencing if my future question of my current senses that'd be the same we've been doing for centuries Sorry if I ran out to empty both this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it write it out and find it myself.